Welcome to the Vince Del Monte Podcast Show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast. We have a super special female in the house, another student interview. You guys have been loving the student interviews, and I want to introduce you uh, to somebody who's overcome quite a bit of adversity in these last few months. And I've watched her and our group has watched her from the sidelines battle and uh, confront and conquer some pretty significant challenges. And our uh, executive coaching team on our Monday morning meetings had a little vote. We said, who should Vince interview for the podcast? And uh, Shauna, your name came up immediately. Corby, Alex, Sherry, they all recommended that you got to get Shauna on your podcast and it was the week that you had a record week and we were so happy for you. And we know that COVID was a, a pretty challenging time for you. And I wanted to bring you on. I wanted to hear your story and I know you're going to inspire. So not just females, but males are going to inspire so many people to, I think the theme here is going to be really just having confidence in chasing your own path and creating something of your own. And I know, I know that desire deep inside me as well. So before we dive in, if you feel suffocated, if you feel lost, if you feel like you're not destined to do something for someone else, then this episode is for you. If you truly believe that you have a sense of individuality in you that is meant to be shared with the world, regardless of how tough life has been or is to you, you're going to absolutely love this episode. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you take a screenshot of it, share it on your social stories and leave a review if you haven't done that. All right, let's dive in. Shauna, Judar, welcome. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Awesome. Hey, tell us a bit about who you are, uh, where you grew up and what you do. Okay. Currently, I'm a mom of three little girls. So I have a two-year-old and one that just turned four and an eight-year-old. I'm actually a recently single mom. So that's challenging in itself, but we'll hear more about that later. Yeah. I grew up right in my hometown in Kitchener. I was a product, I guess, of uh, divorced parents also. And so my dad was actually an entrepreneur after a little bit of time in a factory, he said, I can't do this anymore. And I'm just like him. He became an entrepreneur and I saw that growing up and he struggled. He struggled a lot in his job, but he's finally at age like 65 doing okay for himself. And I, I, I didn't want to be that person at 65 doing okay for myself. And I, I always knew that I would do well for myself in my journey, but I, and I knew that it was going to be a hard road, but I didn't know how hard it was actually going to be um, along the way. Yeah. I've always been really interested in fitness and working in the insurance industry, like right out of um, college, everyone looked at me and said, why are you here? You're so good at what you do in fitness. Cause I would teach classes there at lunchtime. And hmm. I was avid in the kickboxing Muay Thai world for about 12 years. And everyone, everyone just knew that I was like, 
I shouldn't be working in insurance. So I left and I explored the, uh, the fitness industry, started off doing a little bit of PT. Then I started boot camps, running some boot camps out of Muay Thai gyms. And uh, from there, I developed two big box like type gyms, boot camps, and uh, the rest is history. We'll talk about that. I keep going. <laughs> so you're, and this was while you were having kids or did the, okay. So you're in the fitness industry, you're running your boot camps. Then did you, the two box gyms, are those your two own gyms to be clear? They were mine. I so started you running, you were running two yeah. gyms from the ground up. Yeah. 10,000 square foot facilities. Wow. So those are not small facilities. And, and when, what was going on there? Was it, was the business good? Was it slow? Was it cr- like how would you know describe what? what it was like? Yeah. Business was really good when I was renting space from the Muay Thai facility. It uh-huh. was good because I didn't have a lot of expenses. Then I had a wait list of eight months for people to get in. Uh-huh. This was way pre COVID. <laughs> like we didn't yeah. know, like this is a long time ago. Um, wait list to get in. So we thought, okay, let's get a bigger space. And everyone told us, well, you can't grow too fast or else you're going to, you're going to suffocate. And I didn't listen. I was like, no, this is good. So we rented this almost 10,000 square foot facility and quickly learned that we couldn't fill the space up fast enough. And our expenses were, we were sinking. So I was literally bringing in sometimes $500 a month. Like it got bad. Yeah. Whereas before I was sitting comfortable at the time at about 3000 a month. And I, I could still afford to rent my apartment, have a car, all that stuff. And this was before kids. So I was okay with that at the time. But then when I rented out the facility and expenses became everything, yeah, things got really tough. So what my, me and my partner did, my business partner at the time, is we started talking to one of my client's father-in-laws who was investing in businesses. And mm-hmm. so we let him in on ours. It didn't turn out very well. Let's just say that. So it didn't grow. It just kept sinking. It just kept sinking. He wasn't doing anything that he promised, giving a lot of false hope. And he was just showing up once a month. Just, uh, we would have these quick meetings that I would leave really confused on. (laughs) And I just saw the numbers just like declining over time and I couldn't do it anymore. How was, how did that feel? Were you thinking of going back to insurance? Were you like, there's gotta be, how did that all? Oh yeah. So I called my former boss. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, do you have any spots left for the claims adjuster? And she said, yep, you can come right back if you want to. So I was supposed to go to the interview. And then something inside me just said, no, I cannot go back to something that I don't love to do. And I know that I am good at what I do. And I need to share with the world what I do because I can help people. And uh, so I refused to go back. And by this time now, I'd already had one child and I was pregnant with my second. So I was building my family. We finally owned a house that we could barely afford. And I had to make a decision. And yeah, so I was watching different things about online coaching and stuff. So I decided to close down. I didn't close down my gym. I sold my shares. I sold my part of the gym. And so I started working from home in the coaching world. At first, having people just come over to my house. That's when you, we first connected, right? You reached out. I I reached out within that. I think I was pregnant. Yeah. At that time I reached out to you. We had a video. Yeah, it was way back before you actually officially joined. There was a That's lot right. of just, you were just asking questions and we're, I don't know if you were, you think you're more curious than fully committed. I was to curious at the time. Yeah. Exactly. Curious. Okay. But I knew that I wanted it eventually when the time was 
completely right. And you did come back, but we'll get to that in a moment. Mm -hmm. So what happened? Were you, did you rebuild things in the basement or was it just keeping? Yeah, so exactly. So I rebuilt it in the basement. I had clients come over. They were paying a hundred dollars a month to me and I had between 20 and 30 clients and it was really, it was, I felt busy, but I wasn't making money. Huh? Huh? So how did that feel? Yeah. yeah. You're getting resourceful, but it's still, still tough. It was still tough. I'm like, I'm just adding up the dollars and cents each month. I'm like, okay, I made uh, 1400 this month. It's getting better. Honey. And you've got two young kids at this time, which yeah. is like brutal. Two young kids is like the two to three is like the breaking point. Mm-hmm. How long did you continue running the show from the your basement before you made a decision? Hey, I need to maybe do something different again. Yeah, it was almost two years, about a year and a half. And then I got pregnant with the third child. Mm while I was breast still nursing my uh, second child. Wow. And my relationship was falling apart. C- can you speak to that? Was it because it was a busyness? Like you're looking back, was there? Now that I look back, yeah, we're both entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. So having a family, uh-huh. running a household, both trying to fulfill our dream of entrepreneurship. Hmm. There was no, there not a lot of communication, not a lot of connection. Hmm. And just trying to satisfy our needs through other ways instead of through help with each other. Got it. So a lot of going, lot going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're you, a couple of words you've used. You refused. Where, just where did this spirit come from? By the way, this stubbornness. <laughs> you, is it the European in you? Is it your dad? Is it where did this like? Oh, my dad wanting to do. Yeah, tell me where did this come yeah. from? My mom's German too. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And just. <laughs> Just <laughs> seeing, okay, as a child, like seeing my family split apart, my dad remarried, had more kids. My mom, like Kamala, remarried. He actually ended up dying of a massive heart attack at age 47. So that wasn't good. I just, I didn't want my life to go the same way that theirs did in terms of just either living in a marriage that just wasn't happy and just living day in and day out going, oh, is this it? Or like struggling with what I did or settling with how much money I made and just being okay. I just wasn't okay with that. So my dad was working so much and barely had time for us on the weekends and stuff. He'd still be, I always told him, I'm like, dad, you're going to die with a hammer in your hand. That's how you're going to die. And he wasn't happy. He wasn't bringing in a lot of money and his marriage was suffering his second marriage. Right. I just, I wanted things different for myself. And I know right now that my marriage hasn't worked out so far, but it's not the end of the road for us. Him Mm. and I are taking some time to Mm. really reflect. We're Mm. still in each other's lives. We still Mm co-parent. We understand how the entrepreneurship world has affected us, but also that we both want more. We want Mm. more for our family, want more for our life. We want just everything that we think that we can have, we can get. Yeah. We don't need to settle. And so I know that one day we'll probably work it out, but it, it does take a little bit of a stepping back, I think, to come back together and make it right this time. Yeah. Everything is, anything is possible if it's a priority, right? Yeah. And uh, I just, first of all, thank you for your transparency and thank you for your, just sharing and being so open. I, I appreciate that because I'm, I get it. Like it's not easy this just relationships it's they can be storms more than sunny seasons so i get it but i just yeah reassurance that everything is possible if it's a priority 
and both people truly wanted to make it a priority. So I, I don't, it doesn't sound like either of you, and I know you're not a quitter. So I'm, we're rooting for you. I wish that situation all the best and, and you're welcome. Watching you and Flavia along the way too, that is, that has helped me so much. Him and I actually sat down and I logged into the site and we watched your marriage episode on the, in the mastermind from September. Cause I had to miss it because of the yeah. kids. And they were home because of COVID symptoms. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I sat down, we watched it together. How did it go? What was your it take? It went really well. He, he was, he responded so well. And we used that, the bucket thing of filling your bucket and taking it like that really spoke to us for sure. Awesome. How to fill well, each other's buckets. Well, I'll be honest. And here's, here's the interesting thing since we're on relationships, my parents like set the best example and I'm like, I'm having a hard time and I've got like, a great set of parents with Rome, uh, like right there in front of me my whole life. So what I've learned is like, it's way more, it's like business. It's way more work than you planned. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just way more work. And if you want a great marriage, if you just want to, and that's what you've got to, you have to decide, right? Like you can have a good marriage. You can have a okay marriage, but like you have to decide what kind of marriage do we want? And it, I think it's just a recognition that like, Hey, if you want this, I want this. Let's start working one day at a time. And it's not going to change overnight. It's going to be tough. And we had to get help. Just like yeah. we had to literally spend money and time and get tools and techniques to like actually navigate how to fight properly. Little things we do at night, sit down for five minutes and do the feelings game and just be open to using certain statements that aren't you statements. So we have to learn this though. I didn't know any of this. So I think when it's a priority though, you, you'll go get the help and that's, and there's the hope. I think that's the hope in every, for everybody listening with any status your relationship is in that if you want to make it a priority, you can see great, you can see great things. Hey, let's shift focus back to, I'd love to just know like the decision moments. One of my favorite questions, what was your decision moment to join us and to come into our world? Okay. Yeah. So I had been watching you for about a year after I think that we spoke and just watching going, Oh, I wish I wish. And one, one day Mike and I had a really big disagreement and I just, something clicked and I just said, okay, enough's enough. I want my life to go this certain way in terms of like my, my professional life and how I feel about myself and my individuality and not always being like so, I guess maybe in a codependent song. So I'm just reading this here. It's throwing me off. In a codependent kind of way. And I said, I just need this right now for myself. And as long as I'm happy, if I'm happier, then I know that my family will be happier too, because I just wasn't happy at the time. I wasn't doing the things I needed to do to make myself happy. And I was always looking into the relationship or other things to make me happy, but I needed to do something for myself. And there was just a breaking point. And I knew that I was going to join you. I just didn't know exactly when the time was going to be. So that's the next day after the kind of a big blow up that we had, I called you or I called Kate or whoever it was. And uh, I just said, sign me up. This was right before I knew the mastermind was coming up. Yeah. I didn't care about the mastermind. Like I cared about it. I was going to go when I could, but I just said, sign me up. Cause I've been watching you for a year and I, I just knew like you spoke mm. to me in so many different ways and all the people that you've helped. Huh. So, so you just, you knew, but yeah. Why did you know? Why? Did, because I had faith in myself too, though. I just, mm. I went to Mike and I, I told him the price and I told them um, what it was going to be like. And he, and, and so I'm with my mom and they're like, 
yeah, but that's a lot of money. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, right? Yeah, yeah, but I know I can do this. If I apply it, whatever tools he's going to be teaching, I know nothing right now about online coaching. I know nothing. I barely know how to log in to an Instagram. I didn't think I had Instagram at the time. I just need the tools because I'm smart enough to be able to understand that I need to work hard and apply the stuff that I learned, but who's going to teach me? I can't teach me on my own. There's no big book I'm going to read and figure it out in a couple of weeks. So I need somebody who's done it, who, who's shown that he's, you know, helped develop people in the past and that has done his own business. And that is the person that's going to teach me. It's up to me to apply it. So I didn't have any worry that when I joined you that I wasn't going to succeed. I knew that I would. Was there anything deep down though, why you didn't almost join? Was there anything that almost prevented you from getting started? Yeah, there's always that fear that it's not going to work out or that fear that things are just aren't going to go the, the way that you want it to hmm. um, or something else is going to get in the way. Time. I'm single, like right. I, at the time as a mom of three, yeah. so time is a huge issue for me, but I make the best of the time that I have. So no kidding. Moms are the best for that. Yeah. You, you can't afford to waste a, a single second. Not a second. Not a second. So tell me a bit about the impact the group has had, the coaching's had. I've, I'm sure people would love to know specific results. Like what's what's life been like since you joined? I know COVID hit us eight whatever months ago, but from the late summer until then, what changed? What? How did things oh, yeah. start so moving? <laughs> I finally realized what it was like to live comfortably and have money and be able to do what I want with it and not mm. feel so suffocated that I could barely feel like I could even do the right grocery shop at the store that I wanted to go to. Wow. My mother-in-law was always like, you just need to do coupon clipping. And I was like, I don't want to do coupon clipping. That just means that I'm giving up. Like, that's how I felt about coupon. Huh. clipping. I don't huh. want to have to do that. So my first sale when I joined you was $1,800. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another one. And then there was another one. And then there was another one. And I remember saying, I think I wrote it in the group. I said, this almost seems too easy. What's going on here? Like, why is this so easy? (laughs) I love it. And so I, yeah, I remember in my first two months from my first sale, I made Uh $18,000 and I was like, okay, this is working. Yeah. Whatever he's doing, whatever he's teaching me and I'm applying, it's working. And it just felt so good to be like, and now I have some money in the bank. Now I can actually breathe again. Christmas came up and I was like, okay, I have money for gifts. I could wow. I didn't worry about shortchanging or anything like that. That's amazing. Just what you said there is like what I, I, I got to feel what it felt like to be comfortable, like in a good way. And like never thought of it like that. And I, it's such a good reminder because we take it for granted when you start making progress. And then I think what happens too, like, how do you manage, like you're in a group with a lot of ladies that are crushing it, guys that are crushing it. How do you manage the comparison angle? Cause I know you're very competitive. I think you're one of the people that respond well to it and it pulls you along where I feel some members get a little intimidated mm-hmm. and they kind of see it as a reason that, Oh, maybe I jumped the gun, but how do you just give some advice to people who feel like, Oh, I can't, let's, I'm not ready for this or, how do you just manage that seeing the success of people around you? Is that inspiring to you? Is it intimidating? How do you feel when you see that? 
Usually it's inspiring towards me. When Susan came into the group, she came in just after me and I really didn't have any idea who she was, but I went on her Instagram and she has, I don't know, 10,000 or more followers. And she's, she owns two gyms or she owned two gyms in Toronto area. I was like, okay, she's starting out the same as me. I don't know how she got all these followers, but, <laughs> and her and I chit chatted right from the get go and we're feeding off of each other. And then suddenly, and, and it was good, it was good, but suddenly she just blew up and she did so well. And I was like, oh, how come I'm not doing as well? So, you know what? I could have said to myself, it's not going to work out for me because I'm not making that much as she's making in one month. Hmm. But instead I was like, or I could shift my mind. Like we're always talking about, I'm always talking about with my own clients, shift your mindset and take this as an opportunity to learn from her. And what is she doing to make it better? So I've been taking some of the things that she's been doing in her program and my clients love it. They're like, Awesome. I think my program is the best out there. And I'm like, yes. well, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm learning and what this is what I'm applying to do. So like I'm growing fast and the more time that I put into it, more value that I add to my program, just like hers, the better I'm getting. And now I'm having more people wanting to join me, more referrals. And it just seems like it's like a really good momentum now because I didn't shy away from the fact that Susan was doing well. I took it as an opportunity to learn more. Where did you gain this confidence? That's you have a strong presence, like to be able to do that. I admire that so much. And I'm a lot like the same way. I don't know if it came from my running background, but I'm like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I do care. But if I come last in the slow heat, or sorry, if I come last place in the fast heat, at least I ran a personal best. It's like the mindset of seeing, okay, cool, I'm getting pushed here and these guys are ahead of me. But what ultimately matters is how have you, how do you like just speak to somebody say, hey, this is good. You want to be in a group that's going to push you and that you're, mm-hmm. you're the one who's like almost getting spit out the back, if you will. And like, just hang on and you'll get pulled to a place you've never been, uh, been to before. I, I bet you even share this a lot to your females who come into your weight loss programs now, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, there's two pivotal moments in my life where I understand where I've gained this confidence from. So when my parents split up, it was a very amiable split. They were friends. It was good. And uh, my mom and my dad always told me, you're going to do just fine. You have that drive in you. You can conquer anything. They just told me that from a young age. And I just always remember having those conversations. I think maybe they were speaking towards me to me like that because of the split and because they just wanted to see me thrive regardless of that they had split. They were just, they were good parents. A lot of love to give. But then also at age 19, after high school, and high school was a little bit of a, I don't know, a case. I was a little bit of a case of a student. <laughs> like I didn't study that hard. I was downtown a lot, hanging out with like people I probably shouldn't have been hanging out with. And then I joined Muay Thai when I was 19 years old. I joined Muay Thai. And that's what changed everything. Because when you're training with 10, 20 different people that are always there. You're you're starting to create like this close knit family. Uh You have that sense of belonging. You have that, that sense of growth. You're learning from them. You're, you know, counter countering back. You're getting in the ranks. I was sparring a lot. I was doing competitive Hmm. Muay Thai and I did that for 12 years. So I had, I've always been in some sort of group that has helped me grow, has helped me feel more confident and feel that I can do anything. That I, that I apply, that I put my mind to. Always in that teaching, learning mode kind of thing. And give and take, give and take. Feeding off it. each other. So I think that's really where that kind of, that craving, that love for that group atmosphere had started with me. 
And when I found out about you and your mastermind, I'd never even really heard of a mastermind before, <laughs> but I, was, <laughs> I, I instantly was drawn to it because that's what I was grown up with mm. as well in my young age and my, my 20s and all that. You and I saw like a ring. You saw like a ring to get into. I saw, yeah, I saw, I got to get in the ring. I got to get in the ring. I got to do this fight. I got all this out and I got to win. I won a lot when I was competing. I was I'm good not surprised. I'm not surprised. I would not want to meet you in a dark corner <laughs> or dark yeah. alleyways at the uh, yeah. <laughs> same thing. It was the same type of like you, you're going to learn from the best and you're going to get better. I love it. Okay. So tell the listeners, I know we've got ladies on the outside. You're not a part of our circle yet. And they're trying to figure out what did you, what did you actually do though? What was the tactics? What was the strategy? Just high level. What would be the most surprising thing you could share when they say, but how did you do it? We're on pace for a multi six figure year next year. And people want to know how, how, so without, you know, getting into the intricate details, maybe Mm -hmm top three things that have been a part of your success. And just recently had a five figure week. And I know that was a huge celebration of just for you and coming through the last couple of months, the group was so pumped up. We shared it right away in our client wins channel and all the team was like, yes, awesome. Amazing. Shauna's here. She's back. She's, she's not going anywhere. What do you do? What's your business model? Yeah. And, and really the first little bit was trying to figure out what my business model was because everyone does things a little bit differently in the group and that's okay. It's whatever works for us. But recently I really started to dial in on what my business model was and my clients can see that too, but doing the Facebook groups and having that community, especially with moms, they need that, that they really love that. So having that sense of like support and all the other moms that are trying to strive for the same thing, that big Facebook group is really important. And then having the challenges along with that. So during COVID, you taught us the 21 day challenge method. And right away, I was like, I need to learn this because I had done a small challenge back in December after I joined you and it worked out well. However, I didn't really know how to convert them. Mm. I wasn't quite there yet because this takes time to learn everything and apply everything. So I didn't really convert I converted a few I did, and I, at, at a different price too. So I could let that one go. And then when you, when COVID hit right after that, and then I had to take some downtime because the girls were home yeah. uh, and then you were teaching the 21 day challenge. I worked on it maybe an hour a day if I got it. And uh, so it took me a long time to build, but I knew I'm like, if they build, if I build it, they will come. Because I knew that the last challenge worked out pretty well. And I'm like, I just need to do this better. Like he's showing me, how do I do it better? So it took me almost four months to build, whereas other people are like building it in two weeks. But I just, I didn't want to give up on it because I knew it was going to do good. And so I, I did that. I ran the challenge. And on the first challenge, I had 83 people in it. And I converted quite a few of them. I think I did 7,000 in that one week. So when and you then, say converted, you mean they bought the right. upsell or they, they bought the uh, upsell afterwards? They bought the upsell. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So they were into the challenge. The challenge was 47. Yeah. And then, yeah, I converted them into the a couple extra bucks to get the done for you nutrition on the, right. uh, the upgrade offer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I converted, yeah, 7,000. And then, then I did the challenge again and I had a lower amount of people. I had only 32, which was okay because I got to nourish them a lot. I was like, I'm going to spend even more time because the first challenge I ran it in August and I was still trying to pick up my business. It was summertime, like 
kids are yeah. home. I was still like, I wasn't really nourishing them as much as I should have. So I saw the holes there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to run this challenge again. I got less people, but I nourished them a lot more like daily. Like I was just like on it. I, I was like, I was barely on social media that much posting and I should have been, that's what my VA is for now, but I'm learning as I go. So then I close at a, at a case study price to my case study price was a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. I closed 11 of them without yeah. any sales calls. Like they were so just ready to go to the next step after the challenge. Yeah. They just said, let's do this. They trust you. They trust you. Yeah, they trust you me. delivered the, they delivered, you delivered the value you set it up as, Hey, this is a prequel. This isn't the full, this isn't, uh, this is an appetizer. This isn't the full course. And they were ready to continue the journey with the coach that got them started. And such a simple model. I love it. And I just love how you stuck that out. A lot of people tried that. They tried it and they didn't see it through and oh, it doesn't work, but you just nailed it. Like you, it's not the funnel that works. It's what you do, the time you spend, the, how you show up, the value you deliver, the, the support you give every day to those people that need you through that 21 days to earn their trust. I don't think people understand it takes time to earn somebody's trust. And even what a great picture, like they come in, they're curious. I'll try this 21 day challenge, but you help them become committed when they sign up for you, sign up with you for an additional, how how long is the, um, the one K program? Is that three months? This one, I actually extended out another four weeks because, again, it's a newer case study. It's a photo shoot type program. Oh, cool. so I dropped the price from $1,800 to 1000 just to sell the new case study. Got so it. Next challenge, I'm going to increase it again. You're very good at just segmenting out the journeys. That's a huge insight as well. And just helping people say, hey, this is the next step. Do you want to take this step with me? And, of course, why not? Look how far yeah, we I wanted more commitment from them afterwards too because if i said there's a photo shoot they're going oh my gosh that's something i could work towards there's an end date there's there's a big day there yeah that photo shoot's going to be a game changer for you yeah uh, yeah i saw that happening in the group too with some of the members too so i was like i need to do this and i used to do photo shoots back at the gym yeah they were always my best seller my best results yeah those photos will they'll give your business a very strong foundation for years to come yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. Let's just wrap up here with one more, one more question. I'd just love to know who's ready for us, for our community that we, we don't move in slow motion. We move fast. Who would you recommend our coaching program for? And, and even more than just our coaching program, but like, who would you recommend to start this journey of creating something of your own? Cause like, it's not easy. So who's ready and who's not ready to make the leap? I think any, anybody that has been recently or for a while, even in the fitness industry, that's a, that's a personal trainer or that's owned a gym or is owning a gym right now, especially in these times. And it's crazy. And I know a lot of trainers. I know a lot of people that own gyms and I'm, and they're struggling. Every yeah. single one of them is struggling right now. I can imagine. Yeah. You guys need to get in on the online stuff. Like I'm telling you. So I, I have some people that are interested already, but if you're, if you're just even in the fitness industry looking to help people and and you want to actually do well at it and make money and not suffer because it is a tough industry if you don't know how to do it properly. And I never knew how to do it properly until now. So I think you're ready because you're already, you've already taken that leap to get in there. So why not do it? Do it the right way. You got the passion, you got the credibility. You just, like you said, you just needed some online tools. You needed a model, you need a support community and you simply needed a plan. Mm -hmm. 
And Shauna, you're very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where can, where can my following follow? Where can the ladies follow what you're doing? What's the best place to connect yeah. with you? On? So I'm on yeah. Instagram, Shauna Judar, J-U-D-A-R. At one word. Yeah, one word. I'm known as the mom, babe, fat loss coach. I love it. I think you got to just stay true to that and just keep owning that's who you are. You've got so much to offer. There's no surprise to me that these ladies want to be around you and you are now a leader of moms. I love it. And you're leading your own family, three little girls. I don't know how you do it. My two are like, oh my goodness. It's because they're cute. (laughs) Oh my goodness. My oldest, holy cow. She is sassy and I'm like, what? Yeah, ours around the same age. Your kids yeah, and my yeah, kids. Yours are, are eight, four, and two. Yeah, mine uh, seven, uh, seven, six, and two. So good time, Shauna. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much on behalf of the listeners of the Vince Delmonte podcast. You're amazing. Continue doing what you're doing. Take it one day at a time. And I uh, listen, everybody, if you got value from this episode, please take a screenshot, share it on your social stories and uh, we'll reshare it, give you some exposure. And um if you're ready to make the leap and join a community that can fully support you and guide your steps, then send me a message on Instagram with the keyword millionaire. I'll know what that means. And we can uh, set up a call and see if we can support your vision in 2021. All right, everybody take care and we'll talk to y'all soon.